greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. You know, when I look around and I see all of the wonderful decorations, the Christmas lights, and even in hearing the Christmas songs being sung, this is, for me, one of my favorite times of the year. You know, it's a time where we get to share with family. It's a time that is designed for fun, for fellowship. It is a time where we give God thanks for the wonderful blessings that he's already given us, even while we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which is the greatest blessing that we could have ever received. And the thing that really amazes me, family, is that in such a wonderful season, so many individuals are not experiencing the joy and the blessings that God would want them to enjoy. The truth of the matter is, so many individuals are under demonic attack. The enemy has come against them with the weapons of stress, the weapons of disappointment, anger, and fatigue. But I love the Word of God because the Word of God gives us an antidote for all of the attacks that the enemy would bring against us. Truth of the matter is, 2 Peter 3 and 14 says, Beloved, looking forward to these things, he says, Be diligent to be found by him in peace. The truth of the matter is, we all know what this season entails. We understand that, yes, there's wonderful fellowship, there's friends, there's so much that goes on that blesses our lives. But at the same time, there is a lot that goes on that can bring about stressful situations if, in fact, we're not in tune to the voice of the season. The truth of the matter is we know that that uncle who knows everything, he's coming by. We know that the cousin who has the unruly kids, who's going to break something of value, they're coming by. We know those siblings that compete with us as it relates to anything we're doing, whether it's our financial status, whether it's uh, uh, the, the dish that we brought for the Christmas gathering, they too are coming by. And what the word of God is suggesting to us is that because we know that these things are coming, we need to be diligent to find, make sure that we are found by him, by our father in peace. Now, last week we talked about that quite extensively and we learned that the way that we are diligent to be found by him in peace is to make sure that we are consistently hearing the voice of the season. 
In other words, consistently be reminded that Thanksgiving, this attitude of gratitude, it leads us to Christmas, the birth of our miracle, which ultimately positions us for the new year, the celebration of new beginnings. The Bible says it in Philippians chapter number four, verse number four, the Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say rejoice. And the peace of God, verse seven says, will surpass all which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. In other words, family, in this season, remember, rejoicing or giving thanks, it will lead you to your miraculous blessing of peace, allowing you to experience the new beginning of a holiday season that is void of stress, that is void of disappointment, that is void of anger, that is void of fatigue. But remember, it all begins with the giving of thanks. Now notice something there in Philippians chapter number four, because the word of God says to us to rejoice in the Lord. I think that is important that we really understand what is being said as the word instructs us to rejoice in the Lord. In other words, rejoicing in the Lord, it involves a level of understanding and revelation that will ultimately move us to action. What I'm saying to you is this. We're not rejoicing because of what we have or what we don't have. See, that's the mistake that individuals will make. And that is one of the tools that the enemy will use in order to put you in a position of disappointment, in a position of anger. He will get you to focus on what you have or either what you do not have. But that is not the source of our rejoicing. We're not rejoicing because of what we have or what we don't have, but we're rejoicing because of where we presently are positioned. In other words, we're rejoicing from our position of being in the Lord. It's so important in this season that we understand not just who we are, but we understand as well where we are. Because as believers, we have been positioned in the Lord. He says, rejoice in the Lord. He, he does not say just rejoice. He says, rejoice in the Lord. And again, he says, I will say to you to rejoice. So our rejoicing is, is not a rejoicing that is birthed out of what we have or what we don't have. But it is us as believers rejoicing from our position of being in the Lord. Listen to what the word of God says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 and verse number 30. The Bible says, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, but of our heavenly father we are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. In other words, when I say to you that we are rejoicing from our position of being in the Lord, what I'm suggesting is that we 
as believers, we rejoice from our position of wisdom, our position of righteousness, our position of sanctification, and our position of redemption. In other words, during this holiday season, obviously there will be times when we feel as though we do not have the wisdom that we need in order to maneuver successfully through a certain situation. Well, how do I handle that? Do I become depressed because I'm lacking the wisdom and the understanding that I need in order to move in this situation? No, I rejoice in my position of being in the Lord. I rejoice from the position of knowing that because I am in the Lord, he then is my wisdom. So now, even though I may not know what to do, how to maneuver, how I should handle this situation, I rejoice thanking him that Jesus, you are my wisdom. And as I thank him that he is my wisdom, that thanksgiving it leads to the birthing of a miracle of the miraculous it leads me to the birthing now of wisdom coming forth within me now i rejoiced and that rejoicing has brought forth the blessing of wisdom in my life that allows me now to move to move into an area of new beginnings because no longer now am I operating with a lack of wisdom, but now I am operating with the supernatural wisdom of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So in this season, it is our job to not just rejoice, but to rejoice from our position of being in the Lord. You know, the Bible says it. He says, it is of him that we are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification or holiness and redemption. You know, sometimes throughout this holiday season, we may say something, we may do something that suggests that we are not righteous. We may say or do something that, that, that we know is out of character. And if you're not careful, the enemy will use that to mess with you and bring you into a low place. He'll use that to begin to suggest to you that maybe you're not as saved as you say you are. But we as believers, we don't embrace that. Even though my act may not have been righteous, I rejoice from my position of being in the Lord. I rejoice from my position of being in him who is my righteousness. In other words, I begin to thank him that yes, Lord, I should not have said that. I should not have done that. But I thank you that because I am in Christ, I still, hallelujah, operate with the righteousness of God, which comes from Christ Jesus. And as I thank him for my position of righteousness, now that miraculous, hallelujah, attitude, that miraculous blessing of righteousness will manifest in my life. I, was, I begin to thank him. I see the miracle birth. 
And now I go forth with new beginnings. I go forth with an individual who is no longer depressed because he has made a mistake, but I move forward in the boldness and in the confidence of knowing that he who knew no sin became sin for me, and I am still yet the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So remember, family, you and I, we do not, we do not have to rejoice based on what we have or based on what we do not have, but we rejoice based on where we have been positioned. We rejoice from our position of being in the Lord and in him, we are made wise. In him, we are made righteous. In him, we are sanctified and we are redeemed. Not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold, but our redemption has come through the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our Savior. So remember, throughout the rest of this week, you have a reason to rejoice not based on what you have or don't have, but you rejoice because you have been positioned in the Lord. Listen, family, I'm going to close out this entire message, this entire thought next week. So make sure that you tune in as we continue to hear, continue to respond, continue to receive the voice that is speaking in this season. Listen, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of his awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by his tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.